This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up, what's up? Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am your host, your main lady, your girlfriend, Stacey Ray, and I want to welcome you to episode number two. If this is your first rodeo here, first time here, Lady Talk Radio is all about real conversations about real life, girl. And sometimes things get real weird because this show is live, which means I can't edit anything out. Sometimes the audio might do weird things, and I am sorry about that, but that's the essence of this show. And we actually do not shy away from things going wrong, or conversations leading to hard topics, or taboo topics, or any topics. So anything goes, and starting next week, you are welcome to actually give me a call live on air and have a little chit-chat about whatever's going on in your life, whether that's a challenge, whether you just want to hang out with me, which is cool too, or if you want to just talk about something to, to do with the topic of the week. So we're going to have different topics, different questions, different themes, and you guys can actually have conversations on air. And if you don't actually feel like being on the radio and talking about your problems, you can stay anonymous and you will also be able to send me little audio notes throughout the week in relation to the topic so that I can actually answer your questions on air. So if you are not yet following the movement, you need to head over to weareladyalpha.com. Make sure you're described. Get in the tribe. We want to know you. We want to love you. We want to support you. Because girl, 2017 is coming real quick. And there's just so much to do. So many awesome things that we want to show up in your life for. So if there is something on your heart, something on your mind, something that you want to be doing with your life and you are not doing it, now is the time. So let us support you. And some of you have been asking what this show is really about. And I want to give you guys a little bit of, I guess it's my insight into what this show is about, but just kind of an explanation. Because I think that a lot of us, especially in a world where stuff is just kind of glossed over, you know? Things aren't super real in the world, and a lot of us are dealing with that all the time, and we're actually, a lot of us, I know me, I am, I can speak for myself, am craving honest conversations, real conversations about real life. And I know, especially us ladies, we tend to not really talk about things that are really going on inside of us, for us, in our lives, and some of us only talk about them when we have too much wine, some of us only talk about it with some of our closest friends, but either way, the power of conversations can actually change our lives. So if we're simply, you know, talking about what's going on, putting it out there, learning from our fellow ladies, and just really not going at this alone. Because our our fellow women, the people out there, there's so many collective wisdom, people who've gone through the struggles you have, who've gone through the things that you have that can share different insights with you and help you get through it. So that's what we are all about, my friend. And I want to give you a little preface because, well, this show is not your typical podcast. So I want to give you a little bit of a heads up here. If you are under the age of 18, this show is probably not for you. And if you are over the age of 18, but you are easily offended by things like swearing or going deep or leaning in to conversations and life at all and talking about anything that might, you know, bring up some shit for you. Well, this show is probably perfect for you. And, um, I will definitely going to offend you and I'm definitely going to make you uncomfortable and I'm not sorry. So this is actually a live show, like I mentioned, which means that you will be able to call me as of next week 
You can stay anonymous. You can text me. You can holler at your girl and we will talk about the different topic of the week. And I'm just letting you know that we are just getting started. This is episode number two. So I'm just getting into my groove here, straightening out the kinks, figuring out how this whole lady talk radio thing is going to go. And I love your feedback and insights. So feel free to get at me with any of those. If you are listening live, if you're listening to the replay, I don't care. I just want to say, I love you, girl. You got this. You are stronger than you think. And you are gonna make life beautiful. It already is. Life is already beautiful. And uh, tonight, I'm actually <laughs> like a little over the moon, to be completely honest. Really, really excited because, um, well, let me ask you, do you have one of those friends that you can literally talk to about anything? Like, think about it. Think about that person for a second. You thinking about her? Okay. Or him. Well, tonight, me and my girl, who is that person for me, Gabrielle, Uh, We're going to be doing what we do. We're going to be having a chat about life, about love, about everything, and you get to actually listen in. And she is, let me tell you, Gab is like seriously fabulous. And I, I would want to just keep her to myself and never share her with any of you, but she is just too fabulous to not seriously connect you with. So Gabrielle is actually a lot like me in the sense that she has been a transformational life coach for a long time. She's worked in the realms of holistic nutrition, um, you know, different, different realms of both of those things. So she's, you know, she was self-love coach for a super long time. Anybody who's been following my, my old podcast from before, I actually had her on that. It was super amazing. I actually found that audio recording last week and had a huge smile on my face because she was sharing all this insight about self-love. So I'm going to ask her some of that stuff tonight too, because I know a lot of us are up against, uh, and, and really just, just looking at that area of our lives about self-love. So she has tons and tons of nuggets on that. So But Gabrielle is like seriously just full, full of knowledge, wisdom, insights, brilliance, beauty. She's fucking stunning. She's absolutely amazing, super inspirational, incredible mother. She has two twin boys, insane. She makes it work, man. She like feeds them amazing food. You should see some of her smoothies and stuff. You can, uh, you can actually check her out on Instagram and stuff like that. She's absolutely amazing. So, um, let's give her a call. Let's give her a call and see what is happening in her world right now and what kind of trouble we can get into uh, on this show. So let's hit her up. Gab, what's happening? You guys look. Girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So tell the listeners where you are because, you know, I, I have to be real. I made Gab stay up to do this show. Yes. <laughs> I did. I'm in New York right now. Epic. Awesome. Yes. And I'm in my room and I've got my salt lamp on and I'm with my kitties waiting for you. Aww. I'm so happy to be on the call. Thank you. Thanks. And we just get to catch up at the same time, which is amazing because... Um, yeah, me and Gab, we both have busy lives and we're both, uh, you know, in our, in our thing, doing our thing. And, uh, Gab is one of my most wonderful, dearest friends. And she is just, every time we connect, it's always just magic. We want to download our entire lives. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about this girl? Um, yeah. So what did you, uh, did you make yourself a little elixir or something to, to keep yourself awake or are you just running on, running on fumes? No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do that. I had a little uh, organic vino and popcorn earlier. That nice. was enough. <laughs> nice. 
Awesome. So I don't know if you heard kind of what I was sharing about you. I was like kind of giving people a little bit of insight about what you do and everything. And it's funny because earlier this week, um, some people know that my lady posse launched and the common theme, and I'm realizing the common theme in pretty much everyone's lives these days is really about, you know, how we can love ourselves more, accept ourselves more. Um, yeah flatline love ourselves more you know mm -hmm. yeah and um yeah i was excited about having you on the show for a gazillion reasons obviously but uh i really want to pick your brain about this a little bit because well i know you're just yeah you've done a lot of work in this area and we've had lots of conversations about this before and you are very insightful and so Thanks, what is your girl. yeah girl um mm -hmm. i want to ask like what well what's your personal take on self-love it's kind of oh my personal take on self-love is um is an internal fierceness and um you know it's the ability to um sit in the darkness with yourself to stare your demons in the face and make the hard choices that I think is at the crux of self-love because without the ability to do that, how can we really get honest? And if we're not really honest with ourselves, how can we really make um, truthful choices? You know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, 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 I think, you know, I, I think it's become more clear over the years. I think a couple of years ago, people were more like, Oh, self-love. It's this, you know, airy fairy kind of, um, term about, you know, doing the right thing for oneself. But at the end of the day, I really, you know, I really think it has to do with, uh, you know, and even this morning it was confirmed, you know, this is like another opportunity to just be like, oh, right. Yeah. You know, where you have to, no matter how much you're enjoying something or someone or, um, you know, whatever that thing is in your life, if at the end of the day, the choice to continue it is going to cause um, unrest in a larger part of your life, then that's where the hard choices come in, you know, because you, you maybe have to let, let a friendship go or you have to leave um, uh, an organization or, um, you know, a, a boyfriend or a family member, whatever it is. You know, it's, it's, it's knowing what you really need in order to thrive and being willing to risk everything else being let go so you can become the best version of yourself. Mmm. Juicy. All right. You're going deep here. I like this. <laughs> I like this. Well, because it's, it's interesting because a lot of people, when they talk about self-love, there, it tends to be this sort of. Um, really elusive topic, you know, where people are like, oh, it just means to love yourself. Well, come on. Like, <laughs> you right. know, clearly I got that part. But like, what is self-love, right? And so I like that you're kind of like diving in there with a lot of this because, yeah, we don't, we don't hear these kinds of approaches sometimes or these kinds of insights into it. You know, people kind of just, it's just really kind of, you know what it's I'm saying. It's glossed over. Yeah. It's glossed over. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for getting on Lady Talk Radio and not glossing it over. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
So, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice starting point. Um, mm. What's it like for you, girl? Yeah, it's been a journey, you know. I think for me, I'm only now starting to truly understand um, my relationship to myself and um, and identifying with, with self-love more uh, authentically, I want to say. Because for years, I think, you know, being in the personal development world, being in, in all of that sort of different movements, I feel like there was mm-hmm. a lot of you know, kind of the judgment about what self-love is, right? And, right, you know, you, right. you got to be, like, super fit or you got to be, um, you know, like, I don't know. I can't think of examples, but I'm saying, like, just the, the sort of physical depiction of what it looks like when somebody really, truly loves themselves. Um, right, right. Versus, like, that true inner connection with self and self-acceptance and, and being with yourself. Um, so I feel like in the past, like, year, I've started to truly... I want to say dive into self, start to really uh, see the different like, you know, shadows of myself and and just Mm -hmm. fully be with all of it. Um, And also like really, I want to say choosing myself. Like I think with self-love, it's for me, I've always kind of thought of it as like self-care And then it wasn't until the past year where I started to go deeper than that, obviously. But I still feel like self-care and and self-nourishment and just true, like truly getting your needs met, truly honoring you is a big piece of that for me. Um, Yeah, because it's like for me, especially I'm like a Scorpio, like you know this about me. It's so easy for me to love other people. It's so easy for Mm -hmm. me to exude that love outwards Um, and then kind of expect that someone else will just take care of me. And it's been a practice for me over the years of like really just taking care of me too, really putting myself in that, in that place first and um, really honoring and nourishing myself. So. Yeah. I'm into that. That's kind of where I'm at, but (laughs) I'm like, I'm sitting here with my salt lamp imagining that you are too. And I'm like, Hmm, you know, I think there's like different probably different, different dives, different experiences people have with self-love, you know, and, um, just different ways of, of relating to themselves. But I'm always curious, like how to explain that to someone, you know, like someone who's, you know, they're like, Hey, I'm dealing with all of these self-esteem issues, or I'm just not confident, or I sabotage myself all the time with these different things. Um, obviously we're all human that might not stop, but where do you think that, someone can start that process of like nourishing themselves and I I think the the easiest way to explain it would be uh through food and I'm going to use that because I I've worked with that for so long um Mm -hmm. so many clients and even within myself um you know I I think really simple places to start in in choosing loving yourself over, uh, an experience, the environment, uh, you know, or, or a person is, is, is making that choice that is ultimately best for you. And that can be as simple as eating a food that let's take emotional eating, right? Mm -hmm. I love, I love to emotionally eat. I emotionally eat and it's okay to emotionally eat. If you're doing it consciously is what I feel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've learned to, to make, um, 
an elixir, right? A chocolate elixir. If I'm, if I'm feeling down and out, or if I'm feeling like there's something I need to process and I want to comfort myself, I'm making, I'm, I'm consciously choosing to not have alcohol or to not, um, have uh, food that will ultimately create another layer of self-disgust, right? I'm, I'm choosing something that empowers me, that makes me feel good, that keeps me away from the spiral um, of, of self-pity and self-hatred. Right. Yeah. Which it's funny that you just said that too, because I actually was just thinking about this today. I was talking with someone about how, and I think I mentioned this even in the last episode, this is a huge thing. We all do this, right? If we're going to make a conscious choice to eat something or self-soothe in some way, don't use it as another thing to beat yourself with. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. It's like you're already in that state. So how predictable that you would like, you know, oh, I ate, you know, a whole bag of whatever and then be like, you know, beating yourself up about that as well as what you were already processing. It's like just a whole smorgasbord of, of just self beat up. Right. It's exactly not. not And that's the trap. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. So the power in that conscious choice and giving yourself that space to be just right where you're at and being clear that you're making a choice. Which is why I say exactly. And it's why I say, that it's 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 about really knowing what you're de- what you what are your demons you ha- you need so i was thinking i was thinking this girl tell me what you think yeah. you know i i really feel like i want to get the conversations i want to get into are the darkness the demons mm. the shadow because everyone's so afraid i think not everyone Um, all of us have moments in our life where we're so terrified to look our shit in the face, right? Because of what we might discover about ourselves. Maybe we won't be able to do it. Maybe we're really not that good. You know, whatever the story is that we've created, but it is really where I find the pearls, the gems, the most glorious gold that we find is sitting in the darkness, peeling away the layers. That's when the light shines. And so with self-love, I, this is where I was saying that it's, it's really having the courage to make the hard choices. It's not, they're not always easy. The majority of self-love choices are not easy. We're human Mm -hmm. beings. We're, we're habitual. We get, we like, um, you know, to do what we do and we want to do it all the time. And, and, um, that's not always the best thing for us. Mm. Beautifully said, beautifully said. And you know that I'm on the same page with that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think, Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's why I kind of fell in love with, with transformation in general, just because of how cathartic it really is and how, you know, the story of my life is really about that dark place and, and coming yes. coming through that. And some of the most, the hugest openings, like the most gigantic, humongous openings in my own self-relationship and also just in my own life have been through coming face to face and leaning in with some of the, the, the hardest truths and the darkest corners of my own self. And, um, 
Yeah, and I think that it's it's kind of part of the reason why I'm so passionate about conversations, and I know you know that, right? Is like, yeah. because I really truly believe that if you don't talk about something and you're holding on to this dark secret or this dark piece of yourself and you're just, you're in a shame storm about it and you're just not yeah. allowing anyone else to see you and love you in all of it, then it's like, it has power over you, right? And yep. Absolutely. I heard, I heard something last uh, last week like about that. You know, if you if there's something that you will not stand on a stage and announce, you know, to the world, then it has its claws on you, you know, and it's probably producing some form of shame or, uh, you know, guilt or remorse or anything in your own being. And um, I just think it is such a gift. It's such a gift to yourself. It's such a gift to someone else that loves you. To be able to share that with someone and be seen and, uh, you know, be held in whatever that looks like for you in that process. Sometimes all you got to do is just say it literally. Like sometimes that's like the boldest act in life is to just say it and have someone witness you, you know, and, and the remarkable thing is just how our capacity as a species to have compassion for each other is remarkable, but then to have Mm -hmm. compassion for ourselves is a little bit more tricky sometimes. And I think when we talk about self-love, we kind of have to talk about that compassion, right? Like, because absolutely you're human. (laughs) Yeah. If any, like if any of your closest people came to you and they were hurting or they were like stressed about something or like, like Gab, if you called me up and you were like, I just really need to tell you this, like, you know, whatever, I would be all ears, totally supportive, totally there, you know? And why don't we do that for ourselves? Right. Right. Like what's well, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, when you were talking, I was like, wow, this is so beautiful. And I wish that I, well, I have it on recording. I can quote you later, Gab, but (laughs) it reminded me, I had posted something on Instagram a little while ago, an RM Drake quote, and it really speaks to what you were saying. Um, she brought out the storm in people because she knew wherever there were dark skies and wild winds lie the truth, a truth that described how much love one can leave behind the moment they accept all the pain they have lived. And that is all she ever wanted for everyone around her to embrace their storms and make them fall in love with their own violent winds. Bam. Oh my God. Right. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like that's me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's you too. All right. Uh, Yes. Yes. Yes, that's it. And, you know, let's cry together. Let's be messy together. Life is so fucking messy, man. It's so messy. And I, for one, am, you know, done and have been done for a while. But obviously there's various grades and layers of it, of of trying to be perfect in whatever the ideal aspect of being right. I'm trying to, to, Mm -hmm. to play and, um, and just be me, you know, and I, and, and I want so much for everyone else to, to do, to have the same desire to, to know themselves that deeply and to just be who they are and be celebrated in it. And, uh, you know, yeah, that poem is perfect. It's exactly it, you know? So good. Because there's, there's, you know, we're imperfectly perfect. Mm-hmm. And, and that is where the beauty is, right? Our messiness, our, our unkeptness, our 
wild and rough edges. That is where the unique beauty of our individuality, excuse me, individuality really, I think, shines, Mm. you know, but that means we have to be willing to really, to really know who we are, which means looking at some ugly stuff. And it's okay if we're a little ugly, like love it, fucking own it, love it, Mm -hmm. pet it, kiss it, hug it, (laughs) you know? Right. So good. (laughs) So, so good. Thanks for that invitation, Gab. Thanks for that. Yeah. Well, and I like what you said about leaning in, right? Let's lean in mm-hmm. to the darkness. It's not, we're not going to die in the sense that, <laughs> you know, right? The cold, scary darkness of, of death, whatever that looks like. But we may, we may die to what we think we know. And that's where we're, you know, reborn into the light, not to be cliche, but I mean, that that's where those those gems that light up the dark corners are. Mm. Yeah. And I think we're all secretly craving it. I think on some level, right? I think, and, and that's what I see. I used to work in the nightclub industry. You know this about me. And yes. uh, this, this is years ago now, but I used to see this all the time. And I, I remember when I used to see it, I don't really go to a lot of clubs anymore. So I don't, obviously not as prevalent, but you know when people just have too much to drink and they want to like talk about like it's like they're suddenly it's this wind tunnel of all of their emotional stuff that's going on that they haven't been able to talk about or that they yep. haven't had a space to to create that for themselves and they're it's like they're they're puking <laughs> emotional yeah. emotional diarrhea that is literally like hasn't been allowed to escape and you see this a lot with women like I can count how many times I would go to a washroom in a nightclub and, and a girl would be bawling, like bawling. And, and, yeah. and I have it totally get it. Circumstantial, sometimes drinking women, you know, men, everything just gets a little chaotic. But I have a hunch that um, it's kind of displacement. I think that people are looking for an opportunity to leak out, like leak some of that, that, that stuff that they're hanging on to so tightly that the first opportunity that they get, whether it's like, you know, a drunken stupor or they are having road rage and they want to like, they suddenly just have all of this anger that's like come up or there's all of this stuff somewhere or like even in relationships, you know, like when you're blowing up for no reason at your partner or like, you know, something small happens and all of a sudden it's this huge blowout from you. Like that has nothing to do with the situation. And it's a perfect opportunity to see some of the repressed emotions, anger, feelings, thoughts, body sensations, everything that we're not talking about, that we're not processing, you know? So, of course, yes. it's just going to come out anytime, right? Uh. Absolutely. And, I, and, I, and I, I think that has to do with not only stuffing, you know, our stuff, but also stuffing those pieces of ourselves that we're afraid to be seen. Mm. Yeah. You know, and uh especially as a woman, I I think it's so important for us to, you know, oh, we're we're just in this day and age, you know, where oh, it's you know, oh, how do I want to explain it? Like I'm tired of women being looked at as meek or weak. And, and I think that explains, I I think many of us feel this way. Right. And that explains this whole movement, right. Of the Mm -hmm. goddess rising. 
And, you know, with, with how it's been set up, the patriarch within our system. Um, and, you know, you, you see women like Joan of Arc, right? Mm-hmm. The strength that they are, are, are these incredible, the women that are in our society or have been throughout time, they're portrayed as these incredible warrioresses or warriors who have gone against everything. And I'm talking about this because I I think this is a very real component to self-love and honoring, you know, and I I mentioned this in our Lady Posse uh, thread, being unapologetic about your strength. Mm -hmm. And, And you know this about me. I know how to, like, being strong is something I can do. And it doesn't mean though that I'm not angry at times about having to be strong. I'd rather just say, fuck it and walk away from it or, or crack under the pressure. But, but there's too much important stuff that I want to achieve or show up for or whatever it is. So I don't, I decide to show up in this way of strength. And I think women in general, you know, because we're smaller than men have been made to think that we're, we're weaker, um, you know, because we're emotional, because we're chaotic sometimes in our emotion, because we are like the wind when we are emotional and that we're, we're fiercely flying around. And I don't think that's weak. I think that's strength. And I think that, it requires an incredible amount of self-love to not be afraid of that strength and to stand in the ferocity of our wind and, and howl. Hmm. I wish I had a howl sound effect right now. I was looking, (laughs) I was like, I have lightning. (laughs) Oh, yes. So much so much yes to everything you just said. My God. Yeah. You know, right? Mm. Yeah. And I so relate to that. I mean, obviously, I think I've really, yeah, I think you've, you've witnessed some of my, you know, coming into confidence in my own strength and stopping to dull that down in fear of just, you know, rejection by others. And actually realizing that it was nobody else rejecting my strength. It was actually just me rejecting me, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. just something I've been thinking a lot about lately about, you know, that fear of rejection, fear of not being seen for who you truly are. And I really believe that that fear actually stems from your own self-rejection, your own uh, self-judgment, your own, like not loving all of who you are and projecting that out at everybody else, thinking nobody else is going to be able to receive it. And I was thinking about women that inspire me recently and, you know, obviously Lady Alpha and everything that I've created. I mean, Gab, you saw that from the very beginning. Like, this is all about empowering women to be who they truly are and to to step into what's true for them and what's real for them and what feels so, so potent for them in their lives. And with that comes obviously that power, you know, that personal power. And I think every time I see women who inspire me, it's always women who are a little bit messy, who are really raw, really real, Mm -hmm. really just being a woman. They're not, 
you know, and not to say that women who have or who are really tidy and, and lovely are not also like totally inspiring because they are. But I think that the people I'm most drawn to are they tend to be those those. Yeah, they're just they're just there. They're in life. They're not trying to make it appear a certain way or trying to keep everything really in a clean little box, you know, which I think all of us have grown up with that sort of being pressed upon us to, you know, be, be lovely and be quiet and be, you know, Mm -hmm. all the things. Be well behaved. Yeah. All the things that we've all dealt with being a woman and being, you know, a young girl and everything. And, um, yeah, I think just truly owning who we are is like the, the most, courageous act of self-love like you said right and just really all of it all of it (laughs) like Mm -hmm. the messy stuff the not so messy Uh stuff the moments (laughs) when you're like super prim and proper and the moments that you're just totally quivering in your boots and falling falling apart and wiping tears off your cheeks and you know all of the good stuff so yeah oh my yeah girl Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we dove deep right off the start. Yeah, it. it's good. It's juicy. It's mm. juicy. It's good, you know. And I, I like. In self love and a recognizing within myself right? The, the messy and the things that maybe aren't messy at all, but I've been taught to believe they are. Mm. Right. Yeah. Nice. And the desires that we as women may have and even men, right? The desires that we have that we've been taught are perhaps um, unladylike or, um, you know, you shouldn't be thinking that kind of thought as far as desire goes, just, you know, aim for what everybody else is aiming for and stop trying to reach so high. Mm. (laughs) Right. And, and I think that it's okay to be angry. And, and I think that's another piece of self-love is like accepting that anger is an emotion just like love is. And, and anger doesn't have to be bad, right? It can be, if channeled properly, the fuel that keeps us reaching. Yeah. 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 I'm, you know, it doesn't. I'm, I was just going to say I'm a huge fan of, <laughs> of using anger as as all kinds of things. I think anger has so much energy, so much, so much levity. And I think we can like, even rage can be really channeled. I mean, I, I personally just to like, I used to be terrified of my own anger. I used to be terrified Mm -hmm. of, I thought it was really wrong. And I actually thought that nobody else experienced it. That was kind of my grasp on my own anger. I was like, wow, I'm just too much. Like, this is crazy. And I made it really wrong. And I think, for a lot of us women, um, anger can be a super powerful emotion if you're if you have the tools and you have you know even just the insight to be able to use it and um, and see what's there you know yeah yeah hmm. I mean I've used rage even for a good run or a workout right totally. like 
And then I'm like, uh, you know, and then it's like I'm having these epiphanies left and right. And, and, and then sitting in what feels like, you know, when you allow yourself, I don't, I'm sure you've done this. When you give yourself permission to expand into the emotion that you're feeling without letting the emotion bowl you over, but simply mm-hmm. to experience it. Beautiful. And right. And I think levity is a really good word there because whether it's rage or love or euphoria, right? It, it, it raises us. Hmm. You know, it, it levity, right? It's a good word. That's a David Wolf one that I learned from him years ago. The concept of levity was something that David Wolf taught me. I swear. Really? <laughs> like, yeah, because I love, he. I love David. Right. I do. It was because we were talking about spring water, and that was really, you know, just in in his in his explanations of, of different things and, and the aquifers and how the water was forced through different things. Pretty sure that was David Wolf. No, it was. It, sure. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. I always get that, that visual of like, you know, bubbling up from, you know, ground to surface, you know, of that's how levity is, you know, there's really that energy pushing something to the surface. And I kind of think of that with emotions too, right? It's like, you know, it's information, Right. And so it's pushing its way out of you. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Literally, uncontrollably. Right? <laughs> yeah. uh, where do you think that that fear comes from about our emotions? Like, is it that we think it's just going to, like you said, like bowl us over or like take us out or we're not like, what is the fear of our emotions? I mean, I think it's a combination of all of that. I think it's a combination of being so terrified to be out of control and what will people think of us? Mm. Right. I think that's a real, for me, that was a bigger, a bigger fear. Oh, they'll think I'm, I'm messy. They'll realize I'm, I'm really just a wild girl and want crazy things. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like for me, that was the big fear. What will everyone think of me? You know? And, um, and that I'm not good enough and, and, oh, my parents will be disappointed, right? It all stems back to the one, what will people think, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's my parents or my, my peer group, whatever it was. And um, I, I think that in, in, you know, a lot of with the people I've worked with, it's, it's been very much similar to that. It's just maybe the stories have changed, but it comes down to what will people see me like? What will they think of me? And... Uh, what will that do again to my self-esteem, you know, and how mm-hmm. will I, how will I be able to exist within that, mm. that framework? Mm-hmm. I want to touch on alchemy when we were talking about levity, you know, Ooh, yeah, please. right. Let's do this. The, I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Like, uh, so the name of my company is called the alchemy itself. Just I wanted to share that for your listeners. I know you know that, but I get excited whenever like I'm in a conversation that brings me back to, a point of affirmation about alchemy mm. because that's right. Like it's everywhere. You know, when you told me about your company vision, what? I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, it's just in everything. And to me, that's the universe just reminding me that I'm on my path and that it is, everything is alchemy. And, yeah. and you know what you were saying about, you know, 
the water pushing itself all the way from deep inside all the way out and our emotions you know bubbling from this this intricate space within and just wanting to get out and and that is alchemy that is like if you you know and I know you know this for the listeners those of you who who are if you've ever studied alchemy or know anything about alchemy on on you know it's about these men what they did was literally were trying to um on a physical level on a, on a pure base level turn you know metals into gold but on an internal level which is what alchemy is really about uh, the base metal the lead being our physical body you know and and gold being the enlightenment that we reach as we go through the dissolution process right the mm-hmm. the process of dissolving into ourselves to then coagulate come back together and and rise up to the heavens knowing who we are i mean it's just the journey of life right my god I love that name and I love the whole concept because I really, I truly like for the, some of you know me and you know, like, and Gab, obviously, you know me around my passion for just transformation and, and how much I truly like to the core of my being believe in transformation. I have witnessed it in my own life profoundly. Mm -hmm. I have witnessed people around me transform. And so the whole concept of alchemy and, the, the, the transformation, it just makes sense. And I think for a lot of us, like, and, and even in alchemy, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of remember reading something like this about, you know, how people didn't believe it was possible. Right. You know, with alchemy, I, I think in the beginning, like people really, the, there was the, the core group of people who were like revealing it and, and doing the whole like scientific, you know, aspects I sound really silly I don't know enough about it to explain no it properly, no you but, don't yeah yeah um you don't sound silly at all but then it was like the there was a lot of people who just didn't believe they didn't believe it was possible to change the you know the different elements and everything and um I just see that constantly in the work that both you and I do right it's like absolutely from, from nobody's standards should I be who I am today? Like if you literally saw the way that my life used to be and how destructive and dysfunctional and just really deeply wounded I was um, to be who I am today and to feel the way that I feel and to show up the way that I feel in my life would be considered a pretty big transformation um, Mm -hmm. on all levels, you know? And so like alchemically speaking, it just it seriously resonates with me because I think that all the elements of our lives all, you know, cause I don't believe it's like one thing that transforms you. I believe it's a combination of things in your life and, and just more of the, the whole life uh, kind of process of everything coming together kind of symbiotically is what really creates transformation. And so I am, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I've always really vibed on that. And the way that you just explained it, I was like, mm-hmm, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just, you know, what I love about you, Gab, is you are so well-rounded in your pursuit and in in your own life, but also just in what you share with others about um, just living well, you know? Um, I love that about you. you. Yeah, I love that about you. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
And I still feel like, feel like a wild storm within, you know, <laughs> within the world. But I, I, I like you, my life, if you were to have seen me, you know, 20 something years ago, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to see what my life is now, it's, and it's just, it's remarkable. It's remarkable. And, and to have worked with the people that I've worked with who, because it is, it is on a chemical, right? Alchemy, alchemical. It's, it is on a chemical basis. And, you know, the scientists or the alchemists in the beginning of the day, they were working with actual elements. But then there is the philo- philosophical aspect and, and the magic really right when we're working with the esoteric aspects of change and transformation it takes poison mercury right <laughs> it takes right it takes um being able to dissolve water tears crying letting go into self salt right it takes mm. all of that within our bodies and within our emotions to really make the transformation we're never just like you were saying it's never just one aspect of us it's it's our physical body i mean my physical body um even though i was always a thin person but how my body has changed through the process of my life into motherhood and where i am today it's it doesn't look the same mm-hmm. and how could it you know yeah wow I just I'm over I'm like mind blown over here, Gab. <laughs> oh, you should my eyes I just caught myself like a reflection. My eyes were like really wide and I was leaning forward. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, you're just blowing my mind because we started this conversation. We we're talking so much about like coming face to face with our shadows, you know, leaning into our emotional terrain, like allowing what's there to come through, being with it all. And it's like you just blow all our minds with this whole alchemical process. And uh, I'm just, I'm like, I'm sitting over here and really what I'm so present to is the, you know, for anybody who's listening, it's like, like releasing that fear and that judgment of whatever your process looks like. Because like trusting, trusting the power of your own inner guide, your own inner happenings, you know, um, I often call it like the terrain, like your inner terrain, because I feel like there's so many things going on in there and your emotions and your experiences and your process and your soul and everything just coming together. It's like just trusting that if you need to cry for a week, <laughs> it's OK. You're in transformation, yeah. like, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever that might be. And, and recently um, there was a lot of people like literally for the past like two and a half ish weeks, I have noticed myself And almost everyone I've come in contact with has been dealing with, whether it's been anxiety, um, you know, copious, like, like needing to cry, present to sadness, anger, frustration, um, just a lot, like a lot going on. And, um, I mean, there's a lot of theories about what that can be. Obviously we're all connected, lots going on in the world. People are dealing with all kinds of, you know, absolutely Um, empathetic sort of responses to what's going on. And, and, um, you know, I totally hear that, but I also... I just really feel like for me, myself, I was having a conversation with a girlfriend the other night and I was like, you know what? I've cried every day this week. <laughs> and she looked at me, she's like, good. <laughs> and I just, yeah. I was like, yeah, 
it is good. You know, like I had this moment of like, yeah, it is really good. Like it's okay to be wherever you're at, you know, and it doesn't mean that something's necessarily wrong. Like there wasn't necessarily something wrong with me all week. I just, there was just a lot of stuff inside that needed to come out. And I think the biggest message that's been coming through for me is like when we're going through those moments of pain, of, of peeling away those layers, you know, and, and like what you were talking about in, in terms of coming face to face with ourselves, like that's those moments that expand who we are. Those are the moments that bring us out more. Like I can say maybe I cried every day last week, but I feel great now, (laughs) you know, so there's more room, there's more space. And even when we can't see all of these things going on inside of us and just different experiences that maybe, you know, are are coming through from the past or whatever things that we haven't looked at yet, or it could be anything, um, that it creates more space. Every time that we let go more of that, every time we express ourselves more, that there's just more available right? You have more capacity and you're growing and that's beautiful. So it is, hmm. it is. And, and the, um, Oh God, I just lost it. What I was going to say, I kept you up. I kept you up. It's late. (laughs) Good. It's good. I I was like totally vibing on everything you were saying. I was like, yes, yes. Oh my God. The thought left coming face to face with ourselves. (laughs) Facing that inner terrain, allowing what's there to be there, self-loving ourselves up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's well, it. it's gone. I, I'm I'm confident that the thought will come back. Why don't we talk about? <laughs> why don't we talk about your insane passion, love, connection to chocolate? Oh, now you mm. want to talk about an alchemical agent? Yeah. <laughs> And ladies, like, who does not love chocolate? Are you kidding me? Oh, and yeah. I know how knowledgeable you are, and so I, I would love to get you to share a little bit about, um, well, chocolate, real chocolate, but then, like, why we all love chocolate when we have our cycles. Oh, yeah. Let's, we'll touch on that first. So, I mean, chocolate, real, unadulterated, raw, organic, heirloom chocolate, is um is is an incredible food that is on a very like it's the number one source of magnesium magnesium is something we're all deficient in it's the number one mineral for the heart um and that's why chocolate and love go together it expands us on such a deep level but also with our cycles right when we're menstruating we're needing a lot of the, I mean, cacao, my brain is not in, in necessarily a scientific mode here. The <laughs> cacao has literally like over 300 chemical p- compounds that support the function of our body. Like it's no joke that, that it's called theobromine, which is the food of the gods. Mm-hmm. So when we're craving chocolate and we go and we have a Hershey's bar, we're not actually um, getting the vitamins and minerals we need. If we're eating raw chocolate, unadulterated chocolate, um, you know, if you're getting organic chocolate, that's better, but it's the raw chocolate. It's the chocolate that really hasn't been, um, processed, um, that offers all of the chemical compounds that we need to feel amazing. When you eat chocolate on your cycle, it's because your body is needing those chemicals. And, um, 
it's magnesium and what's the other one, Stace? I'm totally blanking on this. Minerals. There's another. Um, yeah, there's I like. There's, I, can't, I always mag- remember magnesium, manganese, maybe. Yeah, manganese. There's copper. I mean, there's all kinds of. Uh, there's a huge list, but in essence, it's the magnesium um, that we're craving um, that has to do with our blood loss um, in our bodies. And there was something else too. And it just tastes freaking good. Like I it just is. I, now that I eat raw chocolate and have like I mean yeah we've both been on that I train eat it for every day. years yeah for over ten years right and I have stopped for moments because you get the hit your body's like I need I need all green green food right now you mm-hmm. know but the other thing I wanted to say about chocolate too is the anandamide which is the bliss chemical which it you know raw chocolate releases anandamide in our in our bodies which is the bliss chemical so it does genuinely help us feel better and raw chocolate i believe and this is we're going to get into another kind of esoteric conversation here but it helps to decalcify our pineal gland mm-hmm. you know and as an alchemical agent you know, chocolate, I swear, is like, I used to, you know, with my chocolate bar, the one fudge chocolate bar, I'm going to do a shameless plug there, the one fudge chocolate bar, <laughs> one life, one love, one chocolate bar, the only chocolate bar you'll ever need. Oh, my. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> I when I first that. started... <laughs> I just thought you called it the one fudge chocolate bar. I didn't know there was this whole tagline, like, bring it on. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. I know. My my (laughs) trademark is actually the one chocolate bar, one life, one love, one chocolate. Beautiful. And, uh, right? I love it. Thank you. And, um, you know, years and years and years ago, I created this chocolate, and it started with a boyfriend um, that I met working with David Wolf who is a very dear friend of mine. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it became this whole journey up until now. And when I tell you that I would spend 80 hours a week in the kitchen making chocolate for orders that I was shipping, um, when you work with chocolate in such an intimate way, it tells you secrets. Like I would be blown away because as I would be making chocolate and I'm going through, you know, it has to be melted at a specific temperature because Mm -hmm. if you, if you don't melt it at that right temperature, then it, it gets all coagulated, right? If you don't put the ingredients in and stir them in a proper way, it gets completely coagulated. You lose batches upon batches, right? If you pour sweetener in and it's not, done properly, you lose the batch, right? It gets all stuck and coagulated, which tastes kind of like a brownie, but I wasn't selling a brownie, right? So, so I'm going through the process and, and I'm telling you without fail every day, eight hours a day, 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day, 80 hours a week, all day long to this day, chocolate is an alchemical agent that will reveal secrets of your soul. It has this incredible power to, as you're, as you're, because I believe it's such a refined element, right? It's this, this, 
oh, what's the word, this matter that needs to be handled so specifically that you can't help but pay such close attention. And when you're in the quietness of such detail, things about yourself are revealed, right? You learn about yourself through working with your hands in, in other elemental ways. Does that make sense? Of course. Am I going too far out? No, I love it. Okay. Well, you're talking my language because I'm a food person. Yeah. You know that. I'm like, I'm all in that. And, I, and I've had some experiences, some profound experiences with raw chocolate. Um, and anything that has high amounts of minerals like that, I think really yes. you're talking about a completely different food. You know, it's not like we're talking about, you know, the vegetable plant kingdom here. We're talking about something that is, I think so incredibly sacred because you're talking about something that is like really like you said very very alchemical and very like uh temperamental you know what I mean like there's different yes like the beans when they the actual cacao pod when they pick it from the tree you can't just eat the beans they have to go through this whole process they're fermented they're all this crazy stuff to them before we can even like eat them and then when you do Mm -hmm. eat just the fresh beans that are like that are fermented and all that kind of stuff I don't know the whole process but you know what I'm saying yeah there's a process they it's like you can eat one bean and I get like a total rush from them I find it like totally activates something in my brain in my body yes it's very stimulating they have like full-blown I've seen these on Facebook people invite people to them and stuff I've seen this all the time like cacao ceremonies cacao dance parties cacao this cacao that because it totally makes you feel fantastic and it's literally like kind of some people might say it's like a natural high I think it's just a really feel-good place to be right I mean if you love well it literally is releasing anandamide too and if and 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 so it's releasing probably copious amounts of it that we're not used to having run through our body totally makes sense yeah so yes, thanks for sharing some of your knowledge about your your chocolate bars. I, I was just thinking as you were saying it, I was like, I think we're going to have to do a little giveaway on the show because that's one of the things I'm going to do as we, as we get more uh, more action on here and everything and start doing some little giveaways. And uh, like, ladies, did you hear that? You're not getting that kind of reaction from your Hershey bar, are you? So no. we're, we're, we're going into this deep process about feeling amazing and alchemical processes that is not happening with dairy milk okay so no. we need to hook you up and a little one fudge in your, yeah. in your in your pocket yeah no it, it is um i mean what i love too and it, what's fantastic and i know you've experienced this where you'll be eating chocolate with a few people and then like literally spontaneous dance parties erupt completely every time right even if you're by yourself <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah, cacao is amazing. It's amazing. It is. Like you, I take breaks from it too. I find uh, I I'm really sensitive to stimulants, and I find sometimes I can't have it like you know different periods of time. But and so I will give that preface like don't drink it at night because you will have a spontaneous dance party unless that's what exactly. You're after. I mean, mm-hmm. then go for it. And as an aphrodisiac too, you may find that you totally. get a little randy. <laughs> I love your New York accent. That was perfect. <laughs> Get a little randy. And you know what I saw too, which really totally lands for me because it's super true, is like the raw chocolate is so much more rich. Like I think it was, I don't remember who posted something on your Instagram or something with your one fudge bar and it's like 
yeah, you instead of eating and sitting down and eating an entire bar, you probably could if you were really jonesing for some chocolate. But it's so rich and so dense and so beautiful that you it's like you eat a few pieces and you're good. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It it's it is the mineral rich content um, of the quality of cacao that I use, and then there's also putting maca. Um, in there, which is another Hello. adaptogenic, yeah, food, and and I feel that the synergy of maca and cacao, there's something so magical about that, mm-hmm. and what it does for our body. I mean, they're both, um, you know, combined. They're uh, they're toning our sexual organs, they're activating our sexual organs, they're balancing our hormones. Um, and, you know, that's what chocolate does. That's what maca does. You put them together, and there's there's a little love story happening. Getting some good action. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much for diving deep with me. This has been awesome. Super fun. I... Oh, my God. You're so welcome, honey. Thank you for having me. I love you. I love you. I want to have Lady you on the show Alpha. every week. <laughs> I'll just... I'm going to, like, <laughs> randomly call you sometimes, you know? I'll just, like, wake you up. Be like, yeah, what's up? Let's do this. Um... <laughs> <laughs> not to make it sound like you like go to bed super early all the time because I know you don't but I just I know it's three hours ahead over there um I don't but lately you know I've been just so your listeners know I've been uh I was hired as a consultant for a company and uh and so I've been working like I've been up every morning at 5 a.m and then doing the whole like during the day nine to five kind of grind and I'm a single mama to twin boys so so yeah, like ten o'clock for me is is late these days. <laughs> Super mom's gotta gotta rest her eyes, gotta yeah. recharge the brain. Yes. So I want to ask you because I'm gonna. I feel like the the biggest piece and in, in a, not the biggest piece, but a huge piece in a lot of the work that we do at Lady Alpha is really about. Um, education and exploration and self-discovery and everything what have been the most monumental pieces for you uh on your journey like whether it's a book a teacher an experience what do you feel has been most uh pinnacle for you god wow well i'm gonna go with the first thing that came to my mind thanks (laughs) and uh david wolf really nice all right yeah yeah. I hear you. You know, I had, I had, and you've, I think you've heard this story before, but I, I mean, listen, I danced for 25 years. I was a personal trainer. I was always into fitness, but I also had my bouts with alcohol, uh, dr- you know, major drinking and, and some, uh, extra extracurricular drugs and I fought depression. I always, um, had, uh, some kind of health issue. You know, I wasn't breastfed my poor mother. I love her, you know, but back in the seventies, they were told don't breastfeed your baby. Right. Cause it's better to give them formula. Ridiculous. <laughs> and, um, and so I was part of that generation and, um, you know, I had, uh, croup and things like that growing up. And, and so I was, as a very young, you know, as an infant, always on antibiotics and things like that, which really took a toll on my immune system, which gave me issues growing up, uh, you know, health wise. And so I was always trying to, you know, I was always just into 
figuring out how to feel better. Um, but I, I dealt with some very serious bouts of depression and trying to figure out like wanting to, to end that of course. And just, I don't know, there was something I couldn't put my finger on that I needed to change. And it, is it okay if I tell the story? It's a little long. Yeah. I'm I don't good. know what our time is. Okay. No, we're good. So, okay. Okay. We're good. So one day I was bartending, I was in the restaurant business forever, you know, and, um, because I was, an, I was a, a starving artist, had dreams of, of being an actress and dancer. And I, I still, it's still on my bucket list, dancing with the stars, perhaps. <laughs> anyway, you so can do it. Yes. Um, or tango in Spain, but, um, I found a book on my break. I used to go to Barnes and Nobles. I used to love back, back in the day when bookstores were still cool. I used to love to go to Barnes and Nobles on my break and I would just walk around and see what book would pop out at me. And it was always one that had to do with like, you know, what I, I was, I felt life was trying to teach me. And, um, and, and the reason I say David Wolf is because the book that I came across was his and, mm. and I opened the book and, you know, it was nature's first law, the raw food diet. And it was him, Stephen Arlen and, um, something Deany, I think it is, um, on the cover naked in a tree. And I, I was like, <laughs> my first thought now, please forgive me. I was in New York. My first thought was like, what the fuck are these guys doing? You know? <laughs> So polite, Gab. That's totally right. Not, that's not how you said it, is it? <laughs> it's not, but I'm going to be polite. So I, um, I, I was like, you know, and I'm like, as I pick up the book, Jesus, God, you know, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm picking up the book and I open it up and I read the first paragraph and I shut the book. And that is literally the day my life changed and I've never looked back. And from that moment, I mean, I went raw overnight. I, I, and I'm not a, a raw vegan anymore, but I use those teachings and the lessons. I mean, the incredible knowledge that I gained through becoming, um, you know, within a year I was David Wolf's assistant working side by side with him and, you know, this, the journey of, of what that book, like how it inspired me and where it took me, right? Because I decided I made a choice to go after it ferociously and it changed my life. And, and David is such a big part of that. And to this day, I mean, I, now he's my friend, you know, and, and he's a dear friend of mine. Um, but, but to see, to look back at, at, it's the gratitude I have for his own dedication to his path. Mm, yeah. Right. That allowed me to discover my path. Mm -hmm. And so I will forever be grateful to him for that gracious gift. Mm, so beautiful. And I'm sure that for many of us, right? We have that one person, right? Somebody has influenced. Yeah. And, and sometimes it doesn't have to be somebody who's written a book. Like David Wolf is incredible. And I actually really relate to health being that initial gateway, you know, into, yeah. into ourselves. Cause that's really been my journey as well. 
but I've been thinking about this a lot with just influence lately, you know, like everybody is, is, you're constantly influencing people. You could literally have a conversation with somebody tomorrow and they turn around and start to change their life in a totally different direction. Like there's so much possible from, from one person's ripple effect on another. And David Wolf has clearly had some serious ripple effect. I mean, he's huge. Tons of people are into his stuff and it's like, you know, he's clearly impacted a ton of lives, but even just on a smaller scale, each one of us can can potentially do that for someone else, right? So, oh my god, absolutely. right? Oh my uh, god, I mean, I've bumped into strangers who have, you know, and this is where again, I think there's something larger at play in life. You know, a stranger you bump into a stranger who tells you a story that completely relates to the lesson of the yeah. day in your life. Yeah, that's happened to me so many times, so yeah. many times. If you're listening, it's happening all the time. Like right. <laughs> every person that crosses your path, it's, there is, there is a nug in there. There's like something going on. And I, I've been really focusing on this with, with my clients and obviously my own life. Cause everything I'm working with other people on is something I'm practicing too. It's like really just being super present to what is revealing itself in your day because yes. we're constantly being guided. We're constantly being influenced. And like, even just what you said, you pick up this book. I mean, you could have walked on by. Yeah. You know, you could have been like, look at these guys. And then been done, right? you know, <laughs> like trusting those little nudges to like, like pick up the book, pick up the phone, talk to that person, smile at that stranger. Like who knows what's on the other end of that. And especially like you said, when you were already dealing with, you know, some different areas of your life that were out of alignment. It's like, be open to what is being offered to you to change that, you know, so powerful. Absolutely. Wow. And that's actually how you and I met was through, uh, I think it was the raw food communities. It was kind of that, the circles that ran together. It was when, when, uh, I had, uh, David was out in Canada and I had started speaking with him and I was doing a speaking engagement with him giving a lecture and, uh, if you will. And, uh, and that was when I met you. Yeah. And we didn't become friends right away. We actually connected later on. Yeah. But I have that day that I met you and the moments that I met you are etched into my memory because I was, there was the pause. I was instantly like, who are you? I loved (laughs) you. I was like, wow. Who is she? I need to know her, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And I was really in a different place in my life and working through a lot of just, just stuff. And yeah, it was really interesting because you'd always made a real impression on me. And yeah, again, those moments were just, they were there and I always recalled them. And I think, I don't remember if I reached out to you or you reached out to me, but we, we reached out to each other and we're like, Hey, yeah. Yeah. What are you doing now? So good. So good. I absolutely love you, Gab. And I'm just so, so honored to, to get to witness just your, your unfolding and, and, and just as it continues to blossom and just how much more, um, you're going to influence other people's lives. Cause seriously, girl, you've got so much wisdom to share and, uh, yes. Thank you. Thank you. For the listeners. And I, they actually need to go. I was going to say, not to interrupt you, but they, you guys got to get on the Gab train. You need to like follow her and 
witness some of her awesome shares and just amazingness because she's got so like that's what I was saying earlier is like there's just a lot you're really it, it is about the holistic nutrition it is about the mindset it's about the motherhood it's about the homesteading and and space and and like just knowledge right and you're really all yeah. about the planet the environment animals yeah. like there's just a lot of of powerful insights going on with with uh, Gabrielle's shares and so I totally invite you guys to get on get on board she is a lady alpha. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. And I have to say, like, I remember when, when, when Stacy, when you told me, you were like, so I'm, I think this is where I'm going. <laughs> and you were like, lady alpha. I was like, oh my God. Like, I literally think I hit my countertop when I read <laughs> it. And I was like, I'm Lady Alpha. I'm so Lady Alpha. We are Lady Alpha. Lady Alpha. Lady Alpha. <laughs> yeah, you were like my biggest. I, I actually said this from the beginning. For those of you listening, I know this is episode number two, so things are going to get real soon, and you're going to be like, whoa, look back on this episode and remember that Gab, right? Gab was like the Lady Alpha midwife, okay? She like helped me birth this baby into the world. And, uh, yes, some serious support, serious sisterhood, serious, serious, seriously awesome, like insights, inspiration, pushing me to do it. Where are you at with Lady Alpha? So how's that going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you... I'm like, cause I got my necklace on already. Yeah. We are Lady Alpha. Okay. okay. Let's figure it out, girl. You got the logo yet? What's happening? Yeah. So thank you so much for just all of your endless support and just amazing. I just, I'm excited to see what happens with all this Lady Alpha because I, I feel like this is bigger than me. It's always been bigger than me. And, um, Absolutely. you know, I think it's, it's really about, it's really about all the women out there that are looking to really create the positive changes in their lives that they've, they've been hungry for, that they've been craving, that they've been calling in. And, um, you know, I just really, like we were talking about earlier, it's the women that are leaning in to their lives that yes. inspire me the most. I don't care if you are already successful in whatever that means for you. Exactly. I don't care what is going on in your life circumstantially. What I care about is you. Are you leaning in are you leaning in? Are you loving on? Like that's, that's where the magic is. And that's what Lady Alpha is all about. And, uh, I know that you've seen that vision from the very beginning, Gab. So thanks. Oh my God, honey, you're welcome. I love you so much. I like, I don't know what I would do without you in my life. Are you kidding Aww. me? Such an amazing, like, I, I love you. You're phenomenal. And, and, um, you inspire me endlessly endlessly to be the best version of me and to keep going. And, and, um, and that's really, I think the magic of, of not only our relationship, but when we find those sisters, you know, that mm -hmm. are, are they're part of our, our home, right. In our mm -hmm. hearts, they are home. And, uh, you're that for me, girl. Aww. I'm just going to let that sink in. I was like, <laughs> Oh, so good. So, so good. I am excited to bring you back on the show for uh, other topics that I also know that you're very well versed in. So we will, uh, we will arrange one of those in the future as well. And um, I would love that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm like, I'm like, should we end here or should we go down yes. another path? I don't know. I know. <laughs> We will save it. I'm sure we have lots more we could talk about. And just seriously, ladies, if you are like, like, if you're wondering, we could do this all night. Yes. <laughs> Me and Gab, <laughs> and we'll, we do. We do. 
<laughs> we do. So yes. So I hope that this has inspired you and, and that there's just nuggets that you can take away from it. I know that there's lots in here. So if you guys have any questions for Gab, if you heard something, I'm calling you Gab for Gabrielle. Yeah. Uh, if you have any questions for her, anything that really stuck out about what we were talking about, you feel free to send those over to me. The email is below. And uh, I really, really look forward to next week's episode because next week, okay, and what do you think about this, Gab? Next week, I'm opening up the phone lines. So people can actually Ooh. call in while I'm online and you guys, we can have a conversation. So I'm thinking about what the topic is going to be next week so that I can kind of prepare you guys with your questions and things. And people can leave me little voice notes during the week so that I can answer questions on the show. So, yeah, I think that's juicy. I'm excited about next that. Week I can't is wait to be, hear that. Right. And it's just so unpredictable. You just don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> No, you don't. It's all about leaning in. All about leaning it. in, right? And like, go ahead. Go on. I was just gonna be like, because we are Lady Alpha girls. <laughs> I love that you just just threw that in there. That was epic. I want to get that like on a recording and just that can be one of my sound effects. Because we're Lady Alpha girl. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh my god, I'm actually gonna do that now. Forever, that's going down in time. That this was the episode I got that recording from. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say, but I, uh, I wish you guys the most amazing, amazing leaning in of an evening ever. And, uh, I look forward to seeing you guys on next week's show. Holler at your girl. You're going to be able to call me live, have conversations about it all. Oh, this is what I was going to say. You know how Howard Stern has that live show where people could call in and yeah. like, this is what I always envision is like people prank calling me and like saying really funny things on the, on the talk show. I'm like, I'm okay with it. Like, so if you guys want to <laughs> prank call me and say some whack shit on air, I am down. Okay. <laughs> Just know that. <laughs> I love it. I love gonna be, it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So Gab, uh-huh. thank you so much again for all of your just wonderfulness. And I love you, love you, love you to the moon and back. And um, I just can't wait to see so much more of you in the world and Lady Alpha in the world and all of this in the world. So yes, thanks. Again. I love you too. Aww. Thank you, honey. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, lady who's listening in right now in your headphones on your iPhone. <laughs> Till next time.